Ever wonder what the dog in your life is thinking? Well, join me, Liz Murdoch, animal communicator, talking with the dogs and finding out what dogs want people in their lives to know and understand. I've spent my life talking and listening to animals. So if you consider yourself a dog person or just happen to have a dog, I'm here to help you learn how to talk or listen to the dogs in your life. I chat with people too, sharing stories and tips on exactly how animal communication or being a dog whisperer makes an impact at home or when working with the dogs. So welcome to Talking with the Dogs podcast, a place where we uncover exactly what dogs want us to know and celebrate that every dog has a story. This episode is brought to you by Noble Pet Foods. No nonsense, no bull. Go to noblefoods.com, use promo code DOGTALK15, and they'll deliver dog food to your house with Noble. I'm Liz Murdoch. Welcome to Talking with the Dogs. Today we have a celebrity dog. We have we always have very special dogs on our show, but today we have Minnie from a very popular new show. Those of us who have been home a lot in the pandemic are ready for a new show. We have Only Murders in the Building with Minnie, who is a um She's like a star to me because I'm a dog person. She's on a show with Martin Short and Steve Martin and Selena Gomez and plenty of other great actors and actresses who make cameos here and there. Uh, It's fun to um, anyway, watch the show, but we're going to focus today on Minnie and she's with her dog mom, Josephine Cusio, who I'm sure many of you listening to will like to pick her brain on how she became um, a dog mom, not just how she became a dog mom, but how she got her dog on a TV show with some wonderful actors. It's a great show. I saw it got renewed. Yeah, and that's exciting. And so I'm sure people want to know not just what Minnie thinks. She's turned her back on us. Minnie, are you comfortable? I see your skirt. Uh, but should I turn? We would like to see her face, Minnie. Can you turn around? Thank you. We want to see you. We, when I watch the show, I want to see more of Minnie. And, um, but I'm sure my listeners will want to know some of your stories, uh, Josephine and recommendations, how, how you got Minnie onto a show and, and what's that like. And, and I already get the sense from when, from Minnie goes by Winnie. Is that a Steve Martin? Did Steve Martin make up the name? <laughs> they did actually, they started off, um, with the name Pete, the dog, Okay. Um, she wasn't liking that name. So <laughs> she didn't respond. And then they said, let's call her Winnie. So she seemed to like the Winnie name. Winnie works. Yeah. Winnie works. I think it's great. So Winnie, I get the sense I tune in intuitively and you have, you have said you've even studied animal communication. Yeah. So I tune in and I already got the sense from her that she says it's not what it's cracked up to be not in a negative way, Uh but she's, she's working and she's not living, she's not living in the lap of luxury pampered at home. Mm -hmm. I definitely got the sense from her that, um, she wants people right off the bat, if you're listening and thinking, Hey, I would like my dog to be on a TV show uh-huh. with Martin, that it's work right yeah. off the bat. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. She's, um, yeah. What do you want to say to that? What, what should people know if they have high hopes that their dog is going to be on a TV show? So yes, it is a lot of work um, for the, the mom. <laughs> yeah. The, the dog, actually the dog, I mean, it's a lot of waiting around. So until they're ready to shoot the scene, you're basically in the dressing room, you know, she's napping, waiting around, you know, I'll bring things for her, like a bone or something to chew on, but it's not like it's constant, you know, action happening. Right. And then, you know, when you have to prepare for a scene, sometimes, you know, they just kind of let you know right before. So she's, has to be like ready to do something that she's just learning to do like in a few minutes. <laughs> right. So it's not like they give them rehearsal, you know, and stuff like that. They will do the scene over and over, but, um, you know, it's, it is a lot. The only thing I have to say, I think she does like the high value treats, Yes, <laughs> high value treats. Yes. And I'd be interested to know what she thinks of the other co-stars because I had my opinion of how she felt about them, but I'd like to hear what she's thinking. <laughs> so this is funny. So I asked her, so I, like I tune in and, and usually, and I say this for all of my clients that if I'm talking with say a dog mom and their other family members, typically I won't ask them about their relationship with other people unless uh-huh. the person's there. Oh, okay. And so I do that both out of respect uh-huh. to the dog's relationship with the person and also um, the privacy because some people are not comfortable mm-hmm. or they think it's weird that a dog can say something about them when they're not there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, you know, I can tune in and I get information and I typically don't, um, ask a dog anything until we're in the session, but I can, I can tune in in some ways, but anyway, so with her, I was like, oh my gosh, I've, I've never talked to a dog. I, I am a big fan of Steve Martin and Martin Short and, and Selena. And like I said, the other people. So it's like, oh my gosh, what's it like to get to work with all these people? And she's like, first of all, she's hurt. She hears it all the time where people are like, I can't believe you work with Steve Martin. Do you have any idea how fortunate you are? And her response is, it's like all in a day's work. She's very professional. Mm-hmm. And And that, so the first thing I got with her, with asking her about like in, in general terms, not about their personalities or anything, Mm -hmm. but is that she wanted more time with Martin short. And I was like, Oh, interesting. And then I was like, as I started watching the show more, I was like, Oh, is she being diplomatic? Because (laughs) I I didn't know that she is Martin shorts dog in the show. Uh And then I'm like, Oh, because if she has more time with Martin, then she's in the show more. (laughs) And she, you know, she's not in every scene as much as we might like her to be. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Oh, are you being diplomatic that you want more time with Martin short because then you're in the show more. And I think, and, and I get, no, she really does like him and she has fun with him. And it's sort of interesting that as as we know, these shows are scripted. Mm -hmm. And so that when, and I I say this for listeners who might not have a background in, in with TV is that Winnie on the show, who's Minnie here, is um, when she comes together with any of the actors and then they do their scenes and then they go away. And so it's not like she actually spends a lot of time with them. Yeah, that's true. 
and so she enjoys what I get from her, like about Martin, you're asking, is she socks about, she shows me that how he moves his hands. Yes. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, okay. And she thinks it's interesting because often, like you talked about the high value treats, mm-hmm. he's not necessarily looking to him for treats. Mm-hmm. She's actually entertained by how he moves, specifically <laughs> his hands. That's what I'm getting from her. Yeah. And I like when I watch Martin Short, I'm fascinated by his his voices and mm-hmm. y- you know how he his characters, he just makes the funniest expressions and stuff. But she is showing me, and even from a dog's perspective where she's lower down, um, that she's fascinated by his hands and his mm-hmm. movements and what he's going to do next. And she finds that very interesting. Yeah, he's very um, animated mm-hmm. <laughs> on set with, you know, during the scenes. And she, um, he also like in between scenes, he actually will serenade her sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I do get the sense that she does have like a connection to him a little bit. Yeah, I think so. But also I'm curious about what he does with his hands mm-hmm. that because typically And she is included, like she knows who has the high treats to Mm -hmm. look for, but she's doing, he's doing something with his hands that she's watching him for, that Uh is different from most of her relationships. And she seems to enjoy it. She's not fearful. Yeah. Because, you you know, it's interesting you say that she um, came in, we rescued her actually, and she did have a lot of fear and anxiety which yeah. overcome a lot of it, I hope, you know, um, but one of the things she was fearful with sudden movements, and I'm actually impressed with how she's okay with his movements, because he is so animated. <laughs> but there's, there's something different in, and I mean, I don't know, are you still filming? I know that there are different um, schedules. Yeah, no, we finished, well, we stopped filming for season one in, when was it? March? Uh-huh. So um, we haven't heard anything yet about when season two picks up, okay. but we just heard, you know, everything's been renewed, which is exciting. Yes. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. Next time you're with Martin, mm-hmm. I want you to watch what he does with his hands. And okay. I, I don't, I mean, I just see that it's something, even that it's not like I'm thinking the episodes I've seen all, I'm not even aware of what he does with his hands. I'm aware mm-hmm. of his, his voices. Yeah. I just, but there's something he's doing with her, with his hands, that is not scary to her. That oh. she actually find it. She it, it's actually helping her trust. Oh wow! I'm because gonna watch she, again the episodes. Yeah, there, mm-hmm. and especially that she's in because you'll know what to watch. I've only yeah. seen them once, but there's something that he's doing and how he moves and how his hands move that she actually mm-hmm. feels safe with and she oh. likes. Oh, good. <laughs> so that's what I got. What I get with Selena is that because I'm, I'm like, you know, Selena's also a yeah. singer. She's so talented. So I'm like, Minnie, is she sing? Does Selena sing? And what I get from her is that Selena hums. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know anything about Selena mm-hmm. Gomez. But I, but this dog is telling me that Sel- what Selena does that this, that Minnie likes is that she hums mm-hmm. and it's a silent little hum, whether she's writing songs in her mind or mm-hmm. passing the time. What, what can you share about that, that you have noticed that is okay to share? 
Sure. So what I've noticed, and it, it really made me smile when I was on set, was in between them doing the scenes, when they break for a second or a couple of minutes, they would sing to her and like, well, he would mostly sing and make up songs like Minnie, you know, in, opera, in an opera voice, because he changes his voice all the right. time. And actually Steve Martin as well would sing to her, you know, and Selena didn't sing words, but I think she did do something like that. And then, you know, of course, like a humming something. Yes. So she did feel very, very comfortable with the trio. Yeah. um, Which was interesting because I I just learned this. Actually, this is the first time we've been on set for a TV show. Uh-huh. When they're filming, they actually have an A team and a B team mm-hmm. to rehearse the scene. And so when the B team comes in, they're not the actors. Um, she actually wasn't that comfortable with them. And then when the A team came in, which was Selena, Steve, and Martin, she was on and she felt a lot more relaxed, you know? Is that something that she knows the difference? I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, because... She hasn't mentioned them to me, mm-hmm. but she definitely, I could hear Selena is um, the humming. And I, I never thought about that. The, the humming kind of noise, it, it's, it's a subtle kind of thing mm-hmm. um, that she's sharing that she likes with Selena and Martin with his hands. And I haven't gotten, let's see what she wants to say about Steve. Oh, first of all, she's like, she thinks it's very funny that she's actually on a podcast because <laughs> much of what one of the threads of the storyline of the show is this podcast. Yes, yeah. And Martin Short interviews people throughout mm-hmm. um, this episodes of, for this podcast. And many um, says that Martin Short has not interviewed her for the podcast <laughs> on TV. And so here we are and we'll see what happens, but um, she definitely gets to have a voice here. And yeah. we'll see what else she wants to say. Um, she wants to go back to answering questions about letting people know about what it's like to be a dog on a TV show. Mm -hmm. And she says she does like that. She's getting noticed more when she walks down the street. (laughs) And she says that she, what she likes about it is that it's her platform Mm -hmm. for um, not necessarily talking about the show, but just like many actors have causes. She Uh likes that this can be part of a conversation that, her story and that she ended up on a TV show. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. So do you want to tell any of the listeners about her journey from where she started and now she's on a TV show? Sure. So um, she was in Florida, Redlands area in Miami. Uh-huh. This is not um, actually a very nice area. It's where dogs are dumped um, mm-hmm. by their families most of the time. I was um, on Facebook and there a photo popped up of her and this other bulldog that were being rescued and they were looking for someone to foster her. Um, We had just lost one of our bulldogs, um, Princess actually. And, you know, we volunteered to foster. So she arrived at our home. Um, She was very thin, very frail, very fearful of everyone, especially men. Um, so she's definitely come a long way and I'd love to hear what, how she feels about everything. (laughs) She goes back to them. And I think that, 
um, you know, she feels so clearly comfortable with them and nothing, not against Selena, but when you talk about the, the men influence in the past where she had some issues and especially with the hands, and maybe that's why it's so significant that whatever Martin is doing with his hands while they're filming and while they're together, she finds it comforting and and she Uh feels safe with them. Uh And I think that that is, I mean, that is the biggest thing because she immediately went to time with Martin and the, the hand thing to her and how, Oh, ha ha. You can teach a dog new tricks (laughs) that it's, it's reassuring to her because I can ask her like what she's getting about her past. Um, I get the sense of a bumpy ride. Like she was, she was physically um, jostled and moved around. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not like I've had dogs talk about the sounds in shelters that they didn't Mm -hmm. like that they're reactive to sounds or other things. She's showing me being reactive in a way to movement to Mm -hmm. this jostling that she doesn't like. And I think of her, like she's in the stroller Mm-hmm. And it's actually a very good place for her. However, that worked out. Maybe you can comment if they explore different ways to show her in the show. Mm-hmm. But the stroller is a safe place for her because she's secure. Mm-hmm. Um, did they go through different tests on what to do with her? No, it's really funny, actually. So um, she, you know, I, I did early training with her to try to desensitize through the yeah. fear. And obviously we were, we have a quiet household. We don't have children. We only have our fur babies. <laughs> so we, you know, provided a lot of nurturing love and tried to make her feel safe. And also I, since I did take animal communication, I actually was studying it all through when we first fostered her. Uh-huh. And I tried, you know, talking to her a lot um, about things and not to be afraid and you know, hopefully she would trust me. So um, anyway, with the show, she, we get a call that they're looking for a dog who's, you know, white in color mostly, and that can jump into a stroller and, you know, feel comfortable and have her head out. So it's funny because she does love being in the stroller. I had a couple of different strollers and she just loves, it's like her safe place. She feels safe because yes. it's, it's sturdy mm-hmm. and she's not jostled. She, yes. she wouldn't like being jostled, but she uh-huh. can see. Yeah. And then she can peek out with her. <laughs> so um, I actually had to take a video of uh-huh. her going in, out, peeking out, um, me pushing and with her peeking out. And when they saw the video with her tongue out and everything. Right. They just, they wanted her to be on set. <laughs> so, and that's, they have her stroller on set. Mm-hmm. Um, we have one at home. That's, that's her stroller. So there's two of them. Um, but when we're on set, she'll have it in her dressing room. It's her little place to jump into if she wants to relax. When yeah. we're waiting, she, it's like her little safe place, which is good. So that's for listeners who have big dreams of their dogs on TV. That is probably something to take note is that your dog will have a lot of waiting around and make sure that it's comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, I will talk to people about the importance of a crate, even with the door open, but it doesn't have to be a crate, just having a safe place Mm -hmm. for any dog, whether or not it's on TV or just in a busy home. Yeah, Um, sure. So 
in your question, going back, that was a, a trigger thing for her, um, a sore spot, so to speak, is that she, whatever happened to her, she doesn't mm-hmm. like being jostled like that. Yeah. And so, so she definitely had a lot of sound phobia and things moving. Like if I would open the kitchen drawer, yeah. she would like go, you know, power back. So yes. I, had to, I had to like work with that, like all these different sounds. And what we do on set, you know, she's done a few modeling jobs prior uh-huh. to the TV show. Um, being on set is a whole different thing. And I just asked them if they could let her see everything, walk through it before we actually get thrown into it. So she's not afraid and, right, she, you know, know what she's getting into. She's going to have to jump on the couch. She's going to have to be on her little bed. Um, how does she feel about that little bed on the set? I'm, I'm just curious. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. So I get the smells. I guess it's new. Mm-hmm. that it doesn't smell like hers. Okay. So she said to make it better, put some smells in there that are hers. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Yeah. It doesn't smell. So it, it's, she'll stay in it longer if it smells mm-hmm. familiar. It, oh, that's it smells great. like chemically to me. Like it, I guess they clean everything, right? <laughs> yeah. She doesn't like the smell. It's like, I want to gag. Oh no. <laughs> and I know, I know that like, do, that I, I mean, I don't know. I, the bulldogs that they, they have a different breathing. Sometimes you have to be careful. The smell of that bed could be better for her. Okay. I'll so that. whatever props does. Yeah. She's like, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> actors can have their needs. Yeah. It smells musty sometimes, especially if they bring it out after it's been put away. Sure. Seasons. She says there's two different beds they have. Mm-hmm. Um, is, do they have two different beds that they swap? They, no, they have one round bed. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't know if she means they sometimes have her on the couch. So it could be maybe the couch or the, yeah, she's like, there's two places, uh-huh. um, that, where she is. And I think the couch, one smells better than the other. Definitely the, <laughs> the, the bed is not, I, I think she like bring a pillow, bring something from home that yeah. you can cover it. And when they okay. action, they take it away, mm-hmm. um, would help the smell feel comfortable. Okay. Yes. Yes. It's subtle. That's so interesting. It um, is interesting cause you know, with COVID that I've never experienced this either, but there was a lot of cleaning and sanitizing on set, you know, and I'm wondering if that's what they did in between. And maybe that's the smell. There, there's something about it that if they want her to hear, let me give them direction, right? You know, <laughs> if, if they want her to be in the dog bed for an extended <laughs> scene, do something to make it smell better for her. Okay. That's my only note. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to tell them how to film the scene for sure, but sure. <laughs> she'll, she'll, she'll stay in it longer and uh-huh. she will be even more realistic looking. Mm-hmm. if it smells familiar. Okay. Because I don't, I feel like there have been, I see a, an image of her as an animal communicator to describe mm-hmm. what is happening to me is I, I feel her moving sometimes where they're like, Oh, we want her to, or mm-hmm. getting up. Yes. And He's done they, that. yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> if they want her to plop down and it be very realistic, do something about the smell. The smell. Okay. <laughs> so then she also talks about, yeah, I know you asked about the, she talks about the lights being much brighter. 
and it being a cold. And I know, you know, um, you know, sets can get hot and cold. And so I think one, that's important for people to know who have big dreams about their dogs. The, Mm -hmm. The reality of a set is that it can be sensitive. And she says she's had to deal with that with her own eyes when, it's been bright. And I know there's also scenes where it's darker. Um, what, what have you noticed? Like her eye, I mean, she says she can manage it. She tends to the bright, she's more sensitive to the brighter lights. Yeah, definitely. I think when they have lights shining and the camera moving, she gets a little bothered by it. Uh Uh-huh. But so we work with an agent. Uh, Can I mention them? Sure. Um, so Dawn Animal Agency of New York. Okay. It's actually been around for about 50 years. And there's a trainer. Well, she's also the head of the agency. Bambi, her name is. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> she, um, she worked so well with her. She um, just made sure she was comfortable, cool. Because when you have a dog on set, especially a bulldog, it can get warm with the lights. Yeah. Um, they don't always have the air flowing, you know. So we had cooling collars and things like that. But, you know, people think, oh, cool. I want my dog to do this. But not every dog um, is Mm -hmm. made for it because, you know, they may get stress, anxiety, you know, things come up. Right. So she says she actually likes it. So is Bambi the onset trainer? And then do you have somebody else for animal compliance or does she do both? She does both. There's Bambi and Karen are the two onset trainers. Uh-huh. Um, I'm usually just the mom on set unless they really need me to get, you know, get her to do something. But most of the time, and I wonder what she thinks about it. They actually have me out of the scene. Right. So how does she feel about that? <laughs> well, oh, she's sweet. So she says she misses you. That's Aww. funny. She misses you. She's okay. She's in good hands, but she says you would actually like to watch it. Cause you'd find it amusing mm-hmm. uh, that because it's a lot of fun. And yeah. she said sometimes, and, and I've heard this before about Martin short that he'll improvise, mm-hmm. but she says, sometimes the scenes do turn out different than what they've practiced. So you don't get to see that part. Yeah. And so she said, that's too bad because you would actually like it. But <laughs> she says it's good to know, again, this is for listeners who, who think it would be fun to do work on set with their dogs, is that you, the dog mom, mm-hmm. have to be very quiet. Yeah. And you have to be out of the way. And it's just like stage moms mm-hmm. that people hire casting. You know, I know this, I live in LA and I, I know people in the industry is that uh-huh. sometimes casting decisions are made. It's like, okay, well, how's the mom? And it's <laughs> same with how's the dog mom. If, if you're too chatty or involved and can't, yeah, your yeah. Mm-hmm. there goes your dog's career, right? Yes. I I'm usually quiet hiding in some corner. Um, I can usually see her. She doesn't always see me. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's trusting of like Bambi and Karen and, you know, feeling comfortable with everyone else now. So she's been doing really well. And then as soon as the scene's over, I'm back in, you know, in front of her. Um, but yeah, you have, you can't just be hanging around and taking pictures and things, everything. Yeah. Yeah. 
So she misses you in the terms of she likes to share fun experiences with you. And so she says, you don't get to do as much of that that she does, but she likes that whenever you, you make it special when they bring her back to you, Mm -hmm. that, um, there it's always very reassuring. So she's never afraid. And I talk about this with people who talk about separation anxiety when they leave their homes. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I'll say, well, you know, a lot of dogs like it when you have the same uh, sort of ritual of when you come home, whatever you decide and you and Minnie, she's showing me that when she's brought to you, she looks forward to it because she's Mm -hmm. done with that. And then you have a special way of focusing on her that fills up her heart. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So she, I mean, it's like, I feel like they actually bring her to you and it's like, do they hand you a leash? Is she on a leash at that point? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like they, they, they make a transition Uh and that's symbolic to her when you are handed the leash, she knows she's done working. Oh, when you are given the leash, Mm -hmm. she doesn't associate you with working. She associates you with this mom home kind of feeling that she can (laughs) relax. And that's really important. That transition of the leash. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she, so when they do that, usually whether I'm still waiting until they're going to do another scene, or we sometimes head back to the dressing room, she is fine and she'll like even fall asleep sometimes when we're there, you know? So I sense that she's comfortable. (laughs) Yeah. So do you have any other questions? I mean, Uh, I know we've got a lot going on between the dog mom and what it's like to have a dog on a show and and what she has to say. And then what it's like working with all these fun people. Mm -hmm. Sure. I want to make sure you, you have questions if you do. Yeah, I have a question. I just want to, you know, of course, her happiness is what means the most to me. Mm -hmm. So I just want to make sure that she is happy with work. Does she like working? Would she prefer just being home on the couch? Like, how does she feel about it? She definitely likes the working Mm -hmm. for sure. And she also likes that platform piece, that thing of when she's meeting people and, talking about the fact that, you know, she didn't have a fully pampered life and then you Mm -hmm. went and got her and then you're like, turned her into this famous model that (laughs) she can, you know, people can learn from that. It, it, she was rescued Mm -hmm. from an experience that wasn't all positive. I mean, people who've listened to my episodes before, you know, there are dogs that are rescued that somebody passed away maybe or moved and the dog was very well loved and cared for. And it being rescued is not a stigma, Uh but some dogs do do have a past where they need help Mm -hmm. um, decompressing from a stressful situation. And she likes that she had an experience that she needed to transition from, but then it's been very positive. And then mm-hmm. it, it, it's like, go ahead, go to your shelter and get a rescue dog. Aww. You know, she, she really likes that part of her story a lot. Oh, good. Cause I, I have a you know tendency of saying it as soon as people are like, Oh, can I pet her on set? And they want to talk. Oh, she's so cute. Or this or that um, English bulldog. They start talking to me. And then I just start saying, yeah, she's a rescue. We rescued her. We talk about fostering and all that. 
Um, so I, you know, she's always hearing me talk about it. Yeah, she, she, she likes that a lot and she thinks it's important. And she'd almost like when talking about the show and mm-hmm. talking about the fact that like you can even find English bulldogs through rescues and yeah, that you know, or that an English bulldog might not be for everyone. People have their mm-hmm. ideas that dogs have to be a certain way. She likes that the show, it, the show is fun. It's entertaining. Uh-huh. And we all, we all need fun things to watch. Sure, yeah. But she also likes that we can talk about the other, uh, the importance of fosters mm-hmm. and the importance of rescuing and that dogs that are rescued um, can go on and have wonderful lives that make a difference. Yes. So she's our little, um, rescue ambassador. (laughs) Definitely. That's it. She's, she, she likes that a lot. And she's like, I I get like this sound like press tour. She's like, let the, on the press tour, let people (laughs) know about that. And I know like we talked about Martin and Selena and, and I want to cover because, you know, Steve was one of the creators of the show Mm -hmm. and, and you asked, you know, what, what does she feel comfortable saying that they would like? And she said that she says that Steve's a softy for dogs and she's making headway with him. I don't know his past with dogs, but she feels like she has a special nudge with him. Like she's that's, I mean, in some ways it's private, so I don't want to, but it's like, she's opening up and making headway with him, whatever Uh that means. And she likes that. Oh, so it's more than just talking about her relationship with Steve Martin, but just that people, anybody open up to dogs and get to know them at their own pace. Mm -hmm. And some people and, and dogs can have a different relationship. Like she has different relationships with her castmates Mm -hmm. and that it's good when we let dogs do that. Yeah. And that just like, like, I have no idea where this show's going in terms of like, I want to know who, who are the surprise guests that are coming. Oh, I know. I, I want to know that. I want to know these <laughs> twists. Um, but at the same point, it's like with, with Minnie, it's like, oh, where's she going to go with her relationships with people and what's going to come? And it just unfolds with yeah. dogs. And we can't push it, but mm-hmm. I see it in terms of your question, what she's showing me about her relationship with him is this nudging and this special bond that she um, has. Yeah. I was very impressed with him. He is, they're all so sweet and, you know, very kind, uh-huh. and, um, especially him. He like, he'd be walking by and he just would have to pet her. Hi, Minnie. Hi, Winnie. You know, he just always greeted her and acknowledged her. And I I could tell that, you know, she, they both seem to like that, you know, like if he would, if he would be walking by, he would just need to like pet Minnie and even Selena as well. So I think it was also nice having a dog on set for the people that were working behind the scenes. Um, Yeah. So she, I think she likes that part of it. <laughs> oh, I think, I think she does. I mean, she does see herself as an ambassador and whatever's going on in, in his life with dogs or whatever, you know, uh-huh. I mean, I, like, as I said, I, people have their personal things going on. It's like, there's an unexpected little connection there mm-hmm. that the two of them are, um, that's 
between that's blossoming between the two of them, whatever Aww. that is. But, so in a session, I go through, um, and you can probably attest to this in your own studying mm-hmm. of animal communication. You know, I personally like to go through favorite things to find out what a dog likes, like what are her favorite things. And we, and I feel like we touched on that, like with her, the main characters, she has favorite things that are sort of reassuring, you know, the humming that Selena does where it's just sort of subtle and Martin's movements and whatever this blossoming relationship is that's between very much just between her and Steve Martin. Yeah. But then she says like, Another favorite thing that she likes is the trust of that leash being handed from the trainer and the animal compliance to back to you. She very much likes that structure. Mm -hmm. She likes that she is allowed to have her security of the stroller. Mm-hmm. And even when she's offset where they're actually filming, she knows that when she's not wherever she, whatever location it, it, the scene is being shot, she likes that she has her safe space offset. Yes. That she's always waiting. <laughs> yeah. She's very good with that. The, the, the structure. And again, for people listening about a dog on set that it's very disciplined and like, how long is she on set? Like how many hours a dog that's going to have this career needs to respect boundaries and rules Mm -hmm. and where it's going to stay and who it's with. How many hours is the longest that she's been on set? So, um, it was right before the holidays. They were really trying to get the first couple of uh, episodes in. I think there was a day where we were there about 10 or 12 hours, mm-hmm. but obviously you're not working the whole time. You have your, they make it very comfortable. You have your dressing room and she has her food and whatever she needs. And we're relaxing most of the time, but um, it is like you're away from home and you're waiting in your little room. So um, it's definitely a long day. You know, people don't understand that. They're like, why is it taking so long? Right. But I, we both know that if we're going to be going and they're booking us for at least eight hours, it can go into overtime and, you know, yeah, because sometimes things take longer than they than they should, or something happens, you know, <laughs> right, right. Okay. So now I'm going to ask her, you know, I go through a process and, and I'll ask her, you know, does she have any personality preference? And she says she's actually very well suited for this work. She can get along with everybody. <laughs> and she says that when she has preferences over people who she might not care for as much, she can be very diplomatic. And when she doesn't, for her, it's not necessarily that she doesn't like somebody. It's that she doesn't feel safe or secure with somebody mm-hmm. or they don't get me. She doesn't like when people are like, Ooh, like I'm not a dog person. Yeah. She, she, she can see right through that. She says, mm-hmm. so she, she likes being with real people, you know, oh. it's either stay away that she doesn't want people to ever feel forced to be friends with her. Mm-hmm. that's just her personality. Yeah. She's like, I can put up with it, but don't, don't uh, patronize me. She's sort of like that. <laughs> um, and, and so I, so that she says she's very well suited and good tip that don't try to con- make your dog be a, either a model. She says mm-hmm. she's done modeling. We haven't talked much about that. Don't try and make your dog into this career mm-hmm. if it's not well suited to it, because it's yeah. a lot of work. I have a question. This is like with children, they have 
laws that the, the money has to go for the children and they get mm-hmm. it at a certain age. Do they have any of those guidelines for dogs? Like, do you have Absolutely. to spend money on her a certain <laughs> amount? <laughs> That's or- a good question. Actually, they don't have any guidelines. Um, that's the one thing they don't really have a lot. They actually treat them as I hate to say it, but the prop master is the one that books the animals usually. Oh, so wow. It's almost like they're props, but then, you know, they turn into more once they're on set and working with actors. Um, but the money, you know, the parents get the money and it really doesn't, there's nothing designated for them, but we have, we do like a special thing where we, have a special fund. It goes for their toys, treats, you know, um, vetting, whatever they need. They get very spoiled. <laughs> That's funny. Do you, like you go to a dog store and they get to pick out something after each job? Yeah. That's actually, cute. I, I like to do like special dinners, like I'll home cook and I'll make them salmon and potatoes and, you know, vegetables and things like that. Or we'll go to, we go to a canine shop where they sell raw meat they ha- they're on a raw diet uh-huh. so we'll get like special things there that they get um but you know what is it that we also get the bark box they get once a month <laughs> oh, uh-huh. so okay you live in do you live in new york city uh-huh well actually so, long island okay so are you saying there there's a store that sells just like a butcher that's raw food that's just for dogs yes <laughs> oh my gosh Oh, oh my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah. Of course course there is. (laughs) They have a special store, so it's all for them. It's a canine butcher. um, Believe it or not. And then we go there, we get the meat. We do, I do the vegetables. Um, Actually, Minnie was a year and a half when she came to live with us. So Uh she has not touched kibble since then. (laughs) Yeah. Well, her coat's beautiful. Yes. Thank you. It's coats beautiful. So I always do a disclaimer, you know, I'm I'm a dog advocate Mm -hmm. that, you know, whatever a raw diet is, whatever a diet is for a dog, it depends Uh on the dog. I have three dogs. So, you know, this is what works for a mini. And, um, if you have questions, I mean, they, you can, people can reach out to you about this butcher. Yeah, we have, we have a lot. People do reach out to us. Sometimes I'll do like a Instagram live where we're preparing the food or something. Okay. Ideas or some people will reach out if they're having issues and then they want to know, well, what do you use for mini? You know, she doesn't have tear stains, you know, different things. So I'm happy to help. That's one of the things I love about doing this as well is that people can see her, that they, they can know there is, you know, different things out there you could do for your dog and not just, you know, you don't have to live with like skin issues and because they do have a lot of people say they're very high maintenance, which they are. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, if you keep them on a good diet, you know, and exercise, they actually do have wonderful lives, you know, and because we do a lot with animal rescue, bulldog rescue. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they come in with skin issues because people just, you know, you know, if you're on a certain food and it's not working, maybe you try something else, you know, and or certain, yeah, proteins and things like that. <laughs> well, she she loves this platform part of it. You know, mm-hmm. she's she's definitely not a diva. When you said the part about the the stains, she uh-huh. showed me that you also use some kind of a soothing 
oil or gel or something on her face that <laughs> do you know what this is? I mean, yes, that's so she's like, she wants you to tell people because it's like an oil or something mm-hmm. that you put on her face. that is so good that people need to know about who have this <laughs> issue. And I got this feeling of how soothing it's like apricot oil or something. What is it? It's- so if you're going to laugh. Um, I, oh, she eats her dinner, her breakfast. I do a baby wipe and I wipe her face, but then she gets desitin baby ointment. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She gets something right like that. And it's yeah. like, it feels so good bit, to her. And it's a little bit oily. It is oily, but it's the white paste. Okay. Um, like diaper cream. Yeah. So she gets a little bit in her folds and it keeps her nice and clean and dry. <laughs> yeah. Your secret immediately, like you're busted. She was like, Oh, tell them about this. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Minnie. She's like, it's not a bad thing. She says it needs, she wants to help the other dogs. Like, Aww. gosh, what a nice diva she dog. She's not, sweet. she wants to help people and she doesn't, you know, she, people who have a dog, you know, if you're listening and you struggle, you've got a, a, a bulldog and you know, the care issues reach out to Josephine. She's offered, <laughs> she's, she's on Instagram. I actually just, I love your feet. You're, you're, oh, some, of, some you. of your videos are so entertaining. <laughs> you're a good match for you're in good company with, oh. with your co-stars. <laughs> I, I definitely consider you co-star oh, um, your you. co-stars because you're funny and your videos yeah. are very amusing, but she loves that you can educate people like the mm-hmm. Desitin secret that she shared with us <laughs> impromptu. Okay. Yeah. So Minnie, what else do people need to know? We've been talking about dog mom. Mm-hmm. That this is not just for everyone. If you want to explore it, we need good dogs in shows. They're fun. They add, but you want to respect the limits of the dogs. And yeah, totally. Um, you never want to push them if they're uncomfortable, obviously. And it's not an easy thing. You know, there's a lot of waiting around. So if you have a dog that's high energy and just, you know, can't settle down, they're not going to feel comfortable. Right. So you want to make sure it's going to feel right for them. And, you know, you're going to have to have patience as well, you know, and not just think you're going, Oh, I'm going on set. <laughs> right. It's, you know, it's not, an, and especially through the whole pandemic, um, it was getting COVID tested, you know, wearing the mask, the shield, you can't breathe some of the days, you know? <laughs> so it's, yeah. It's and you lot. have to check your ego. So the show is just renewed. So I've become a diehard fan when I, <laughs> I, I saw, I saw Minnie and I was like, Oh, I want to talk to her. And then I started watching the show and then I was like, Oh, when's the next episode? Oh, Oh, I've been to watch, but you know, it's not like you can call up Steve Martin and say, are we going to be on the next episode or not? You have to check your ego and just wait for the phone call. Right. Yes. Yes. They, so I don't know when they'll notify us like for this season, they started filming last October. Wow. Um, we were actually called in at, I guess it was like November after Thanksgiving. Um, and then we started filming until April. So, you know, they, uh, they book all the actors obviously, but I'm sure right. they wait on renewing if she is going to get renewed, which I hope because they're really, yeah. you know, fun experience for her. I have a question. So they can like tune into people's energies. Like, yes. It, Cause sometimes like here and there, she might meet someone that she's a little standoffish because yes. I think she, maybe she doesn't like the energy. 
Oh, definitely. Dogs know. Yeah. I mean, they say that dogs know good people. Mm-hmm. I had a client who um, the, the dog actually bit somebody and we realized that the person was not a, a good person for this Person. person. Yes. Wow. And so, it, it, you know, not that we ever really want to make excuses for a dog bite, but mm-hmm. if anybody has a dog and you notice that your dog doesn't respond to so-and-so yeah. respect what that dog is trying to tell you mm-hmm. and, you know, still work. I'm a big believer in dog trainers, regardless of how old your dog is. If your dog was a puppy and you passed puppy school with flying colors and then, <laughs> Hey, <laughs> And then your dog is suddenly showing, um, whatever you've moved or somebody moved into your home, you know, go to a dog trainer again, when your dog is six and revisit that I've got a dog that's deciding it wants to say something, but we're not done yet. So I'm going to say, we're going to be quiet. Okay. So yeah, the point is uh, that dogs, um, will certainly have their preferences on people. If you are going to take your dog into a public place or you want it to work, Wolfgang, then you want to make sure it's reliable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have taken up a lot. I'm going to wrap up now. I think we've covered okay. everything. So I just want to thank you again for chatting with us, Josephine, and for being so available to let people reach out to you if they have other questions at your Instagram is the best place, right? Yes. So it's baby Howard's buddies. Okay. Um, And like you said, we do these silly, funny videos. Um, We have her sister Luna and her little baby brother Barney. So they're always up to something. Yes. (laughs) And I say their mission in life is just to like create smiles. They do go on set and they do, promote awareness and for rescue, but most of the time they're just trying to remind us like to smile. <laughs> they're, they're so cute. They're so funny. <laughs> they are highly recommend baby Howard's buddies mm-hmm. and Minnie. we will stay tuned for you and find out what's next in your career, whether it's acting or modeling. <laughs> uh, thank you for sharing in all of your lessons as well as insights into a little bit of the behind the scenes with your mm-hmm. um, co-stars. And I just want to encourage anyone to continue to talk to your dog. If you want to learn more about animal communication, as Josephine has learned how to use it with her own dogs and her friends, whether you want to go explore it deeper, uh, reach out to me. You can use animal communication uh, privately in your own personal life if you want to use it professionally um, and weave it into your work with animals. Um, it definitely makes an impact um, as you learn to trust and get specific, just like I could know that uh, many like sweet potatoes. <laughs> So uh, thank you for joining us, both of you. I wish you much success and enjoyment. Thanks so much. It was so much fun and we're honored to be invited to be on a podcast, right? (laughs) Yes, yes. She's like, wait till I tell Martin Short about this. (laughs) All right. Well, great. Well, thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for joining me today at Talking with the Dogs. If you'd like to work with me and find out what your dog wants you to know, both at home and in the workplace, go to talkingwiththedogs.com, book a session, 
or sign up for a workshop. Either way, I hope you'll talk and listen to your dog.